0: You, me, and CBD. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode where we learn about CBD.
1: People, be aware. There's this other molecule out there that you may not know about that might be in the CBD that you're buying that that may give you an effect that you're not seeking. So be aware and buy your CBD products from the right places. Danelle, here we go again.
2: Hey, Richard, we're on. How's it
3: going? We're on what?
2: (laughs) Well, that's questionable. (laughs) Uh, Neither of us are on anything but water today, but we'd like to uh, welcome everybody back.
3: Episode, this is season three, episode four.
2: That's right.
3: And we're going to continue our conversation, but this time we're going to kind of go a little bit um, geeky. I don't know what the word would be. I
2: was kind of thinking we could call this
3: the CBD change. Oh, so explain what you mean by that.
2: Just how is it changing? How's it changing? Uh, how is CBD changing? Okay. And, and there's a lot of areas in which is changing and we'll let our experts tell us how.
3: So let's go with it, right? Yeah. We'll why just not? Do this. Great. Thank you. Yeah.
2: I hate being thrown off at the beginning. of these. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like a, I feel like a deer in the headlights half the time. I really do.
3: Okay, so let's just go to Doug, and because we have Jeff and Doug and Blake, and we're grateful that they can spend some time with us. Let's go to Doug and see how best this would be introduced. How do we uh, how do we couch this episode?
1: Oh, Richard, this episode is um, a little different than the others. This is this is just pure hey. There's news in the CBD, uh, THC, hemp market space, and we just want everybody to know what's going on. So that you're a wise consumer when you're buying your CBD products. So the big news that happened May 2022 was that a district, a federal court of appeals, the Ninth Circuit, wrote an opinion saying that, in short, Delta-8 THC, which is psychoactive just like Delta-9 THC, which is the THC that we always talk about getting people high, this uh, Ninth Circuit Court of, of Appeals has ruled that uh, because uh, the 2018 Farm Bill said that all derivatives, extracts, and cannabinoids or any part of a cannabis plant including all derivatives, extracts, and cannabinoids that contain less than 0.3% Delta 9 THC are legal. So there are lots of states that have been looking at Delta-8 and saying this is kind of a scary, uncontrolled, psychoactive component of the hemp plant that is being sold to minors and to adults as a way to get high. So many states, including Utah, have taken some action against Delta-8 THC. But federally now, according to the Court of Appeals or the, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, Delta 8 THC is totally legal and unregulated. I mean, and that's a little scary. It's really
2: It's kind of like jaw dropping if you kind of step back and go, "Hey, wait a minute."
3: So this is not good news.
4: It's horrible news. I it basically the CBD industry is already the Wild West. So now we've just literally thrown THC crossover Right. So that gray area in between the two just got infinitely large because if they say that about Delta eight and this, and this is already happening, a state that locks down Delta eight and says, look, we still don't want it in our state and you know, we can regulate against it. Okay. Well, how about instead I just make Delta 10. How about Delta six? You don't even have a standard for Delta six state of Utah, (laughs) right? If I make a whole bunch of Delta six, which will also get you high, you can't even test for it. And so do I even have to put it on my label? You can't test for it anyway. So like, this is really bad news because what that tells me is, you know, I basically could make almost any form of THC and just sell it out on the market with the exception of Delta nine. I I still don't know
3: how what do we do to educate the, the
4: uh, average consumer about this? I mean, what, what do they need to know? The average consumer of CBD isn't looking to get high. And we know that because um, when you take your CBD, you'll feel better, but it's not like you have this massive effect, Right. People who are looking to have a psychoactive change as an indication that their medicine is working, that's typically where they will rely on THC as a medicinal product. So there's a market for the medicinal product, and there's a reason to do it, and it's a good thing to do. You have pancreatic cancer, you need to mask that pain, and one of the best ways to mask pain is using THC and having that psychoactive effect. CBD is not going to help alleviate the pain for pancreatic stage 4 cancer. Right. So there's a reason why THC has really strong, good medicinal purposes. However, right. If I'm seeking after Delta eight, I would love to hear someone other than me. Tell me what the therapeutic effects of Delta eight are. I would love to hear somebody come and try and explain to me what the mechanism of action of Delta six is. So somebody can't come in and say, well, I just really need my Delta 10 for my therapy. You can't tell me how that works or why it works or anything else. That's not medicine. And so that's not even a supplement at that point.
1: You know, there's so, so it's, we say it's scary because it is, and it's not necessary to include in the label. So the wise consumer is Blake was saying We'll, we'll ask the right kinds of questions. We'll, we'll go back to our same points that we've made so many times in this podcast about knowing the source of your CBD product, how it's produced, what they put into it, um, getting a certificate of analysis that shows, uh, what minor cannabinoids, including THC are included in the certificate. Um, and so I think that's, those are all still important concepts. Um, what I hope happens because of this, and this is just total speculation, But we've talked before about the FDA needing to make a rule and Congress needing to support the FDA in its either legalization of CBD products in terms of calling it a dietary supplement so that it can go into all kinds of different products and be treated just like a a vitamin or a mineral or any of the other dietary supplements that we have. Uh, Or they can take some action and say, which is the wrong path in my mind we're saying we're just going to legalize cannabis in the entire U S and we're not going to, and we're not yeah. going to legislate it. So I'm, so, Oh, I think, and, and, and maybe it's just me thinking about it, but, but I think that this is going to push Congress to do one thing or another. And hopefully it's rules and regulations from the FDA around what is uh, CBD and all the minors and, and how can they be used and how should they be
0: not used? Which is always a a catch twenty two, right. right? Having you know, Doug and I have grown up in healthcare as pharmacists, and regulation arguably rarely works. It's usually off base, you know. It's lobbied to death or whatever, and it it's not well educated because you have people making laws in areas that they don't understand, unless it comes to safety. You know, I
1: think yeah. uh, I think in the pharmaceutical industry, looking at the FDA, we have one of the best and safest supply
0: chains yeah. of any country. Yeah. So, so that's a positive. that's a good point. So, I, I'm skeptical um, that it can be done correctly, but I couldn't agree more. We and as farmer chemists, I think we would uh, support more regulation because it needs to be cleaned up, and it needs to be for the benefit and safety of people using these products. So they don't accidentally get something they don't know they're getting. You know, you mentioned people who are maybe looking for it, but if somebody's not looking for it and they get a product that has this in it and they don't know it's in it, that can have some problems. What right? could happen?
4: So, could, so, oh, sorry, Blake. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So well, two two points. And this is why I'm horrified by this. Um I'm horrified not because people might be looking for something that's psychoactive. Look, everyone has to figure out what their own deal is. That's okay. That's Everyone's business. I'm horrified because the way that most people make Delta eight is you buy as cheap CBD as you can possibly buy. So when we, we've talked a lot about quality on this program that not all CBD is equal. So imagine somebody buying the worst garbage they can buy and then throwing it into a vat of acid, cooking it up, you know, at 200 degrees Celsius or more and letting it sit there for hours to start changing that CBD molecule into a THC molecule. And so, yeah are they chemists? Do they know how to get all the acid out? How do you, you know, wash it? How do you make sure that you don't have what we call Frankenstein monsters down at the you know, bottom on a mass spectrometer? You know, the thing that's so crazy is if you look at most Delta eight products in the U S they have, they are not pure. They have a lot of issues in them. And most of the chromophores or things that you make by making it that way all cause cancer after 10 to 15 years. That's a fact. That's the reality. Utah is interesting, and I will mention this because I think it's valuable. There are some therapeutic values to Delta 8, actually, that are a little bit different from Delta 9. But in order to get the value, so for example, it's an antiemetic, it helps with nausea, for example. In order to get that, you should be doing stuff that's above 95% pure. I can tell you right now that in even in the CBD industry, most of your distillate that is being used to make your tinctures isn't even that pure, right? And so now we have an unregulated Delta-9 being made by people in their bathtubs with fire and acid, and that's supposed to be good for us. That's horrifying. That's, that makes me really, really nervous, and most people won't see the negative health effects for 10 to 15
3: years. I'm, I'm speechless. I know that that's a rare thing, but I, I just don't understand
4: how something like this can be approved. It's cause they don't understand. I mean, this, this is the actual issue. We talk about people not being aware of what's happening with CBD. They don't know what's happening in the THC industry. They don't understand anything that's associated with hemp growing. Well, what's hemp versus marijuana? Look, they're both cannabis plants the way that we differentiate those two is by some arbitrary number that we said 0.3 will constitute hemp and anything above that's marijuana. That's not based on science. That's not based on the FDA testing. That's not based. That's based on arguments that were being made in the in uh, the legislation. And it had nothing to do with real science. The other thing that, that Jeff pointed out that is the second part that makes me super nervous is CBD and the way the mechanism of action of CBD works is it, you don't have a lot of negative effects and crazy bad drug-drug interactions with CBD. That's just not the case. THC is a little bit different. THC has really strong negative drug-drug interactions with strong SSRIs, other mood-altering drugs, benzodiazepines, clonazepam. You know, you start looking at things that people take for severe depression and things like that, THC can have a really bad interaction with those type of drugs. And so now I just bought a whole bunch of Delta-8 from... My 7-Eleven or a gas station, and I'm going to go home and take that along with my doctor prescribed clozapine. Yeah, I can have a psych- psychotic break. That's that's a thing.
2: What about addiction?
4: Um, okay. Here's the, here's the good thing that I will say. THC typically is not truly what we would call addictive. So if you look at like opioids, if you straight off stop your opioids, you can die if you stop heroin immediately, you can die. Those things can cause your whole entire body to shut down. By stopping taking THC, you won't die from that. Now, it can be habitualized. Now, somebody will get into a habit of taking THC and it becomes part of their lifestyle and that's a habit, but it's more similar to taking your co- having your coffee in the morning as it is anything else. So, it's not addictive per se. Chemically, mentally it can be addictive, but Chemically, it's not addictive because it's just mimicking another neurotransmitter. It's just mimicking anandamide, which is a precursor to dopamine.
0: So Doug, Jeff, anything to add? To the best of your ability, know what you want to use this for and try to find out what's in it. So be very cautious about where you're getting stuff. Ask for certificates of analysis, those kind of things. Going back to what we've talked about before what you need to be asking, right? There are a handful of things we pointed out what you should be asking is try to, again, focus on basic information, know what you're getting and where you're getting it from. Is it trustworthy? Because it's, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's. Uh, we've said it before, it's still the Wild West. It's going to continue to be the Wild West. So asking the right kinds of questions, buying CBD products in the right kinds of places. Um, if the goal is, uh, you know, is to get high and you want to use Delta-8 to do it, then... You're going to achieve your goal. Uh, it's out there, and and you can, and you can find it. Um, what, what we try to say is there's real therapeutic value in CBD. Let's not lose sight of uh, the good things that CBD, CBG, CBN can do for someone and uh, not change the narrative to getting high because that's not good for anybody uh, in the CBD marketplace. So, so let's stay on the positive side of this, it, but it's a warning. I think the whole point of this podcast was to say, hey, people be aware. There's this other molecule out there that you may not know about that might be in the CBD that you're buying that, that may give you an effect that you're not seeking. So be aware and buy your CBD products in the right places.
3: And these would show up
1: in a lab result. They should show up in a lab result. If you get a certificate of analysis, it should show up.
3: So, um, and, and Danelle, you can speak to this on our products. We have, how, how do people see lab results?
2: Well, every packaged product has a QR code on it and you can scan that QR code and it takes you to a website that we have that will then lead you to all the certificates of analysis for each product. So you can see when it was made, you can see its expiration, you can see the contents, you can see the amounts of any particle that's actually in that product um, and you can do your homework.
4: And I would say this, if you're looking at a product and looking at the certificate analysis and they don't have a Delta eight line on there, it means they didn't test for it. And so if you're looking specifically for Delta eight, they should be testing for Delta eight. Well, with it
2: being legal, right? That should be definitely part of the labs
4: test. Here's what I will tell you is some states require a certain level of testing and some states don't. In the state of Utah, they require Delta eight to be tested. Some states do not, and so so on the certificate analysis, farmer and chemist, you'll be able to see that. Um, for other states, if they do not include it, that means they did not test for it, and let it go. It, this so then flip a flip a coin. It may have it, or may not. Wow. Who even knows? Yeah. Hey, great discussion,
3: everyone. Um, there's a lot there, a lot to digest, uh, hopefully uh, in, a, in a good way. <laughs>
2: I, wow. Yeah.
3: But I do think it's noteworthy to do your homework, to do, become a little knowledgeable, and to also, when you're getting your CBD, make sure you're getting it from a trusted source. Uh, someone that you feel like you can have a conversation with. Uh, uh, again, we've said it here at Farmer and Chemist. You either talk, you can talk to a pharmacist. You can talk to a pharmacy technician. Uh, you can understand where the drug interactions may or may not happen. And uh, you can feel confident that uh, you're getting good product.
0: Thank you for listening to You, Me, and CBD. Please refer and friend or write a short review. And if you're in the Salt Lake City area we'd welcome you to stop by our Farmer and Chemist store, or you can always go to farmerandchemist.com.